You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Auburn is not a place. It is a people. The loveliest village on the plains is more than just a collegiate sports venue, more than a university filled with historic buildings, and more than a quaint little southern town. Its worth lies within its people, those that call Auburn home, whether that be for a single day at a time or a lifetime. Much like our legendary Toomer's oak trees, our stories are the product of a firm foundation laid at the beginning of our Auburn story. These are the stories of the Auburn family. These are their roots. War Eagle Auburn fans and welcome back to Auburn Roots. This is episode number 10 of this series that we've been doing on the E2C network, sharing and experiencing the stories of your Auburn family members together. So for episode number 10, you know, you gotta do something special. So I searched around, found all these different names of people that I want to interview, and I think tonight I wanted to have this this big name out there. Unfortunately, I got stuck with my wife. No, I'm just kidding. This is actually why I saved these special numbers, these special dates uh, for this podcast series for people that are very near and dear to my heart and this network. So you're saying that I am the 10th most important person in your life? That's not... That's yes. what it sounds like to me, <sighs> is that I wasn't worthy of places one through nine. I'm going to not dig myself a hole any further here, but let me welcome my guest <laughs> for episode 10 of Auburn Roots, my wife, the one, the only, the most beautiful girl in the world, Jessica Loomis. <laughs> well, thanks for having me as your number 10. Did I? <laughs> I'm happy to be number 10 in your heart any day. You're going to let this like go for an entire week now, aren't you? I might. <sighs> You have a a knack for just letting things linger longer than they should. Well, we'll see how long it lasts in the the show. You keep lingering around, too, as well. Right. But I'm kind of fond of that, so thank you for not straying away and lingering lingering around here. I mean, I have been in your life for more than 10 years. Mm, That's true. Has it been? No. Yeah. Has it been that long? Yeah. Oh man, that's rough. Well, this is going to be a wow. little this is going to be a different interview too because we're actually doing this in the same room together. Uh normally I do these over uh the interwebs and so now I actually get to look face to face and interact and How's that going for you? Not good. It's, <laughs> it's not good at all. I'm kind of nervous actually. I don't know why. I see you every day. I roll over in the morning, there you are. I walk out the door, there's your car. I mean, like, I know you're here, but for some reason, this is just weird talking to you. Because normally I don't come in your, like, studio office. Normally I just let you hang out here. The man cave. Right. I don't, I don't broach this office. I let it be. Broach. That's a big word. I don't even know if I used it correctly, but here we are. I feel like we're slipping into Tiger Tracks mode here, where we just keep, like, rambling on and, like... 
So taking shots speaking of tiger tracks, <laughs> when you said welcome to Auburn Roots, I was like, no, welcome to tiger tracks, because that's what we normally podcast about is tiger tracks. Let you me, know. let me. Shameless plug. Let me use one of my favorite phrases that I do in podcasting. Let me set the table here for those of you that may be listening oh, Lord. far off in the future or don't know what we're referring to tiger tracks. So Jessica does um, a podcast for us that's centered around Auburn track and field and cross country has been doing that for quite some time. Um, the she, best podcast out there. Yeah, look, I will continue <laughs> to sing the praises of Tiger Tracks. It's and, actually done better than I thought it would, so we'll give it that. And that is not a testament to me being on it. I am literally there for comedic relief. Um, well, I was going to say, or a testament <laughs> to how exciting it is to listen about running. It's fun to watch running, but listening about running is a whole different ballgame. So I think it's a, a success because of the two of us. It, well, yeah. not Again, I, I will, I mean this with complete humbleness. Like, I am not the reason this show, that show succeeds. Wow. Uh, you Thank are. You. Even though I'm number 10 in your heart, I'm the reason Tiger Track succeeds. <laughs> we have, like, what, three, four minutes into this show, and you've already brought that back up again. This is going to be a long, I got you. long next 10 years, apparently, <laughs> even though we haven't got to year 10 yet. So, Just, Well, we've been together 10 years. We on, haven't you, been married 10 years yet. Use that Auburn degree. Get the math right. So, <laughs> Haters going to hate. I'm getting looks over here. All right. Well, let's dive right into this. Okay, let's so, do it. I love to find the significant part of the Auburn story for each of my guests here. And I think you have a very important one uh, because I want to let you tell everything that you want to tell about that story. But, you know, we're dealing with coronavirus right now. Yeah, and you are. are you are a nurse. Right. And you have experienced things similar to this in terms of just infectious diseases that kind of were really scary. Uh, but you've also just been, you know, the day-to-day nurse and experiencing flu season, you know, crazy things in the ER and things like that. You got your nursing degree from Marvin. I want you to talk a little about that as well. Uh, but I also want you to talk about from the perspective of being married to me as an Auburn <laughs> If only y'all knew. It's it's pretty it's, it's pretty interesting, isn't it? It's intense. You know, you are, uh, what does they say, putting away treasures in heaven? Is that what the, the phrase is? Yeah, I think that's what your mom would say. She keeps telling me that I gain jewels in my crown every day. Well, you know, I mean, I, I have nothing to say to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I like to kind of start at this place for everybody's Auburn story. Tell me where your Auburn story begins. Does it begin, you know, as a, I, I woke up one day and I saw orange and blue or mm, is it? That would be good. That would it, be a very like nice way to tell my story, but no, it doesn't. Well, why don't you share with us? Your so origins? my story starts with unfortunately a nightmare. Mm. Unfortunately for me, I was raised to be a fan of that school across town. Which one? The RT school that we don't speak of. You mean, uh, was it, uh, I say- The Harvey West, Updikes? West Mississippi or, or East Mississippi, that's what it's called. East Mississippi Sisters of the Poor? Yeah. That one. The Updikes. <laughs> I was unfortunately raised as one of those. I didn't know any better. I was young. I was dumb. I didn't have my own mind yet. But then one day in my cross-country times as a student, we had an, a- cross-country meet at Auburn University for a high school team and we went and my cross-country coach was a big Auburn fan and my best friend was a big Auburn fan and um we went to Auburn and I was like whoa I really like this place this is kind of cool and I think I was a sophomore in high school and I called my mom and you know this was because I'm a dinosaur this was before cell phones were like a big thing and I still had one of those Nokia phones that couldn't do anything but like play snake and call your mom oh my gosh. <laughs> 
<laughs> like probably cost me $12 to call my mom, but I called her and I was like, Hey mom, I think I want to go to Auburn for college. And she was like, okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> was that your mom speaking or was that your dad speaking? That was probably more my grandpa speaking. I was about to say, that's probably where it really So came my from. mom's not really, she couldn't care less. You know, she's just, she likes football. She likes all of the teams. She just wants people to do a good job and not get injured. So it didn't really affect her. I would say she's more Auburn these days. Now, because all of her money went to Auburn. That's true. You Since kinda... I went and my brother went to Auburn. If you're going to throw me. money at something, you might as well have a fondness for well, it. Well, exactly. So so that's kind of where my Auburn journey, it's not some glamorous story. It was, mm-hmm. hey, I went and ran a cross-country race there. I, have, I can't remember how well I did. I need to look that up. I don't remember that race. I don't remember the course. I don't remember any anything except that I was walking on Sanford lawn and I just had this epiphany like yep this is it and then when like of course you know two years later or a year and a half later when I applied for colleges Auburn was the only place I applied got in clearly since I went to Auburn um and that was like where my story began and my one of my best friends from high school she went to Auburn and we roomed together and like that was that was the beginning yeah so let's let's walk back a little bit from yeah. before we get into the the deep and the best part of your college story, if I because oh. it might include someone here. Uh, <laughs> we let's talk about like being an Alabama fan mm-hmm. or part of an Alabama family a family because you're not the only one that's told their Auburn roots story here that's had a similar situation and then saw the light and then saw the light. But explain to me like from the opposite side of the spectrum. I know you didn't care as much at, in your younger years, but just yeah. give me like, what's that like? How do you view Auburn in that type of family? So I grew up um, with a very divided family. So my family is very interesting. Like my dad, he actually grew up in Africa. So his side of the family didn't really, you know, they're obviously not into American football. And then when they came back to the United States, yeah, okay, they'll jump on the Alabama. Whoops, probably shouldn't say that word on the show. That cuss word bandwagon school. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I let other people do it. I can okay. let you do it. Well, they, you know, so my dad was a little bit into Alabama, but, you know, he didn't really care. And like I said, my mom just kind of was like, ah, football, yay. And But, but my aunt went to Alabama and my uncle went to Alabama And then I had an uncle that actually lived in Tuscaloosa or right outside it. So they were all really big Alabama fans. Like, I thought my aunt was the biggest Alabama fan in the world because I was a kid. And she had a couple of Alabama pictures on her wall. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she is like a major Alabama fan. And she had a couple of, like, uh, coffee cups or something that had Alabama. And nobody in my, like, immediate family had those kind of sports things, which is ironic now being married to Kyle. And we literally have a whole room in our house just dedicated to Auburn. Uh, so One room? Uh, multiple rooms. Well, anyway, I'm just saying. So, like, being a quote-unquote Alabama fan growing up only meant that during Alabama-Auburn day at school, I wore an Alabama t-shirt. I didn't know anything about it. I went to one Alabama football game, but it was A day, so I really don't count that. There were like 12 people in the stands. It's not like it is now. There were 12 people in the stands and only one tooth amongst them all. Oh! Well, I had more than one tooth, so... Sorry. I just had to say it. it. (laughs) So, like, I just... I didn't grow up being this major college fan, whether it be football, basketball, or anything. And, you know, I grew up in North Alabama, so we weren't near a college town either. So it just wasn't... It wasn't a huge deal for me. Now jokingly my grandfather told me when i decided to apply to auburn he said now jessica i'm not giving you any more money for the rest of your life since you're going to that cow college but that was like the extent of the jokes once i went to auburn it was 
you know, it's all fun and games, and it is what it is. So really, I mean, the passion for college athletics didn't really take hold until you chose one for your own. Exactly. And I am, I mean, you know this, but I would say I am far, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm, you and I are much more passionate than the majority of my family. I have a couple of aunt and uncles that are really passionate about college football and college sports, but the vast majority of my family is pretty just calm about it and they don't really care one way or the other. Because I did have three cousins that actually went to Alabama and, mm. you know, I mean, they're really intelligent girls. And we and... pray for them every day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's interesting because uh, we talk a lot about, you know, why someone chose to go to Auburn over Alabama. And oftentimes, and I'm not, I know it's not the same case across the board for our Alabama fans, but you just don't hear these types of stories there. I, ha I had an epiphany. There was a feeling. Was there? Was it maybe like a little bit of rebellion in you? Just wanted to kind of go against the family grain? Or was it really just an it epiphany? It was really just an epiphany. And I think you'll see throughout my Auburn journey that the biggest moments in my Auburn life were epiphanies. And it was just like this, okay, this is what God has in store for me. This is where I'm going. And, you know, so I just... I'm one of those people, I make a decision and I don't question it, which is so different from you, obviously. I just, once I make that decision, I'm not going to go against it. And that kind of is what it is. Right or wrong. <laughs> hey, that makes me a really good nurse. Look, I will never, ever question your ability to be an amazing nurse. But when it comes to decisions around this household, sometimes I'm like, mm, <laughs> I am so glad I'm here to counter that. Let me just say that. Like but anyway, no, we probably should. This is this not, is not our, a marriage podcast. I was, I was about to say this is not our therapy session right now. Okay, so back to Auburn. Well, you know, again, so I, no major, no major fun like life experience. It was just an epiphany. But I, I think it's something important to point out, and I did this, I think, on our last episode uh, with Clell Lawrence. That everybody, I think, assumes that just because their story doesn't have this wow moment of how it began, that doesn't make your Auburn roots any less special. That mm. the fact that you're here is the only thing that matters, and that's why we want to know Aww. your story. Well, I'm not just saying that, that was to really you. Really nice. I said it to everybody here. Okay. I mean, well, you know, again, you could make me feel special since I'm your wife, but you okay. are always special. You, I mean, you have me for crying out loud. Again, you could make me feel special. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. I don't yeah, know what shot right. that is. Shot there's, number three. There's no. I don't know. It's not like a best-selling novel or anything as to how I came to Auburn. I just was walking on Sanford Lawn, looked up at, you know, Sanford Hall, and was like, yep, this is it. This is it. This just had a special feeling that it you did. never looked back from. That's right. So, okay, let's let's go then to that direction. You come to Auburn. Mm -hmm. You're deciding what you want to be. Tell me about those first couple of years experience, like, and throughout this whole story, just share any like funny moments or <laughs> just sad moments, anything yeah. that is important to you, this story that you want people to know. So my best friend is a lot braver than I am, which is saying something because I don't think that she would describe herself as brave, but in the, in the real world, she's much braver than I am. And she was like, let's, get, let's live in a dorm and let's get that dorm experience. And I was like, okay, that sounds fine. So she and I lived in this dorm our freshman year. We lived in Hall M, the one dorm on Auburn's campus that doesn't have a name, which is so stupid, but okay. We lived in Hall M and it was horrible. It was like, it probably defined me more than I realized it did, but we had these two sweet mates that were very interesting. They always locked us out of the bathroom. So we oh had to gosh. have, it was awful. Like we had to have a, um, a screwdriver to get into our bathroom every single day because they would use the restroom and then forget to unlock our side of it. 
Um, they would go out and party a lot and then forget their keys or lose their keys at the bar and then come wake us up in the middle of the night to let them in. A couple of times we left them in the hall because we were annoyed. Um, our car had to be parked. Like, Sorry to whoever that was if you're listening. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> our car had to be parked all the way in, what was it, C deck or something? It was like the back corner, like way past, um, Mama G's. Yeah. Down that road, like way, way, way far yeah, away. It's back behind Wire Road. Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so that's where our car was parked, and we lived in Hall M in the village. Mm-hmm. The village. That's what. No, is that what that's called? The village. All right, Grandma. You like right? How hey. long have I been gone? Anyway, so it was a very interesting first year experience because back then, in the olden days, Auburn didn't have like this. May you know they didn't have a cafeteria. They didn't have a lot of food on campus. So. Grace and I, like, had to figure out how to be an adult without a car, how to get food, how to, you know, do all these weird things. So that was a really interesting first-year experience. But And it's also, you know, that first year of college is a really weird time for kids because if you're not... If you're not really outgoing, college is kind of hard, like, Mm -hmm. to find your place and to find where you belong and to not just stick with a group of people because they're the first friends you've made at college, too. So I ended up, Grace was, like I said, really brave. And she was like, hey, let's go to the Baptist Campus Ministries. They're having like a game night or something. So I think our second night there, we were really brave. And we walked all the way across campus, all the way to the BCM. And we just met some people and got free dinner. That was really what got us there. (laughs) I mean, honestly, look, this is, we've all, most of us have been college students at one time. What gets you anywhere on campus? Right. You didn't go to some symposium at the the student center just because, you know, you were interested. I mean, some people did. I mean, I will admit that. But free food is what got people to places. Free food and free t-shirts. We were also all about the free t-shirts, so we had to do less laundry. That's smart. It was. She was really smart. She was like, okay, here's our map for the first week. If we go to all of these things, we'll get six free t-shirts. And I was like, yes, let's do it. So you go to the BCM and that becomes a significant part of life because of what will come up later. But as you're at Auburn, you're trying to decide what you want to do in life. Take me through that little bit of journey before we get into some of the, you know, important things in your journey. I mean, I feel like figuring out what to do with your life is important. It is important, but there are certain other important things. I don't know. In this room. I don't know. That happen later. I don't know. Share your education goals there. So when I started at Auburn, I was, so my parents were both teachers. um, And I was just like, no, I'm going to be an elementary education teacher. And I think that I'll like that. And, you know, I kind of. I knew what to expect from the outside. Like I'd seen my parents teach. Obviously, I'd never done anything like that. And so I started Auburn and I was elementary ed and I was like, okay, this will be great. And then two months in, it was Halloween and my roommate and I decided that we would dress up as doctors from Grey's Anatomy. And we went and like we bought scrubs. I think we went to like Target or something and bought scrubs. And um, Halloween night, I was wearing these scrubs and I was like, I really want to wear scrubs every day. I think I'm going to be a nurse. And it was such a stupid reason to decide to become a nurse. But the next day I called my mom, like most major stories in my life, or let me tell my mom. I called her and I was like, mom, I think I want to be a nurse. I don't think I want to be a teacher. And I was so nervous to tell her, like I'd already told my aunt before I told my mom because I was so nervous. And my mom in her lovingly supportive way goes, good. I didn't think you'd ever be a good teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom is brutally honest sometimes. She's very honest to a fault. But after she said that, she was like, I think you'd make a really good nurse. I think this would be a really good career path for you. 
So then, you know, two months in, I'm changing my major, which is honestly the perfect time to change your major because you've done nothing in school. So went and talked to an advisor. I even, I was so nervous. Like I even took a um, career aptitude test, like Mm -hmm. at the, with my advisor. And I was like, you know, am I making the right decision? Am I, am I deciding something that's gonna, that I'm going to want to change again? Because my goal was to get done in college, you know, as soon as I could. I didn't want to be there eight years. So, um So I went and I took the aptitude test and it gave me like four different options and nursing was number one. And I was like, well, I don't know any nurses other than, you know, a distant cousin. I've never worked with a nurse. I've never done anything with medicine, you know, like the medical realm, except when I was in high school, I went to this medical camp and it was really fun. And I was like, well, I guess we're just going to do this and dive in head first. So back to how you first got connected with Auburn, it wasn't like just a happening and an right. epiphany. You just walked on San Fernando. I'm going to go here. Uh, I'm going to put on a costume. Hey, I'm going to be a nurse. That's what I'm saying. Like the two major like epiphanies in my life were like, yep, I'm doing this. Well, and, you and know, I've never looked back. Like that's one way to go about it. It is. And I just think that was kind of God's way of saying, this is right. This is how it's going to happen. You're just going to do this. And, and so you I haven't did. looked back since, have you? No, no, it was like the best decision I've ever made for me personally. So you um, are in school now. You've decided Mm -hmm. that you want to be a nurse. You eventually get into nursing school. Which let's talk about that. That is the most stressful. Like that's probably top five stressful moments of my life was getting into nursing school. Not actual nursing school, but getting in. Getting in was, oh my gosh, they put you through the ringer to get in. Mm -hmm. You have to apply. They tell you that only like 40% of people that apply are actually going to get in. You have to go through panel interviews. Like it was so terrible i will never forget that it was like so stress inducing and you know you're like 20 years old you're like you don't even really know what stress is but even as an adult and even some of the things i've been through i'm like yep that was still more stressful so nursing school at auburn i've gotten a lot of respect for not just because it produced you well thank you but because i've seen other nurses that have gone on to do and are currently doing great things even to this day with what we're dealing right now in our society uh, but I will sing the praises of any Auburn program, obviously, because I'm a little bit biased. Right. But I can say just from outside looking in, the what watching you and some other uh, some personal friends that were going through nursing school with you, how much y'all had to work to yeah. not just make it through it, but to survive. So I think it's a testament mm-hmm. a, to you guys, but it's also a testament to how rigorous yep. and well-prepared Auburn nurses come out of the nursing program. Well, and that's it. So now... Um, fast forward to current days, I'm a nursing leader. So I'm actually a um, a director of nurses right now. But, you know, looking back, so Auburn, when I was in school, so I graduated in 2011, the, the six years and that year, I don't know about the years after, but before that, they had every single student that had passed Auburn Nursing School passed their nursing boards on the first try, which is a huge deal. So I don't think people realize that I've had nurses that I've worked with that didn't pass the first time. And it's not uncommon. You know, that's a super hard test and it's really stressful. Um, And, you know, people don't pass it for one reason or another, probably just nerves. But the fact that Auburn University for six years, probably more, had 100% of their students pass on the first try just really is a testament to how well-prepared Auburn nurses are. I I witnessed it firsthand and I will never doubt the uh, amount of effort that had to be put through by you personally. But 
everybody that goes to the nursing program. And, yeah. You know, we, we all looked a little crazy there for a while, didn't we? Well, when you're running around the BCM asking random people to stick them with needles so you can, like, what was it you trying to do? Like, what was the, you had to do some procedure, like, to... Uh, Probably just starting an IV. Starting an IV, and, like, y'all are allowed to do that? I'm like, this is, like, <laughs> serious stuff out here. They're allowed to walk around with, like, and take people's blood. I'm like, what is, what's going on I here? just remember, this is so funny, like, now being a nurse in the real world. But I remember our first test was how to put on sterile gloves. And I remember <laughs> everybody was so stressed. <laughs> hey, that's life skills right now, man. So y'all were prepared. I just remember like sitting in my, my dorm or my apartment, like putting on these gloves like a hundred times, making sure I didn't mess up at all. And then I went to clinicals a couple weeks later and, or maybe it was like six months later, but I was watching um, a baby being born and there was a problem. And the doctor was like, Everybody needs to glove up right now. And I'm looking at these sterile gloves and I'm like, yes, I know what to do. <laughs> You're prepared for uh, today's world right now by that simple test alone that you were able right. to do. I can put on sterile gloves like a pro. <laughs> so they start from the beginning and they train you into becoming world-class nurses and nursing leaders. That's right. Uh, and so that's why I think you and I both uh, praise the Auburn nursing program when we yeah. can. And we're not just saying that because we have orange and blue glasses on, but because we are... You are a testament. No, to and honestly, when you, the funny thing is, so, um, you know, I'm a nursing leader in Atlanta, so I don't work in Auburn, but every single Auburn nurse that I've ever worked with that has graduated from Auburn, they're, they're a cut above. They're, it's a whole different breed. And I don't know if it's because of the hazing ritual we got put through of Auburn <laughs> nursing school, but. That is not actual hazing that's going on, by the way. <laughs> that is just a figure no, of speech. A, Everybody calm down. It's a joke. But, um, you know, you just. These are some really, Auburn, they prepare you. That's it. all I can say is they are, you're adequately prepared to go out into the real world. So if I may stop for a second and ask you a little bit more about why being a nurse is significant to you, not just because there's this epiphany, but you went through something that is very unfortunate in your younger years before you got to college and losing your dad to cancer. And I think that in and of itself, watching your dad go through that probably helped you make that decision that you wanted to help someone else go, going through that tough time as well. Is, is that kind of how yeah, I understand it? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think I realized that watching, so like Kyle said, obviously my dad had cancer and we had some hospice nurses that came in towards the end of his life. Um, and watching them, I really, I, we built a bond with his hospice nurses and his home health nurses. Um, and I didn't realize what a, what a bond and how much impact that would have on me. And even like, you know, they came to his funeral and they kept up with our family for a couple years after. And so I didn't realize the impact that that had on my life until after. And then when I did apply for nursing school, I really applied um, thinking I wanted to be a hospice nurse or an oncology nurse. And then, um, wow, this feels like therapy, but <laughs> <laughs> so I. You're I, not the first person to actually say that. Like, that's hilarious. Every, I think every guest has said, wow, this was like, I just, I needed this. It's to, like, cathartic. Get it, to get yeah. it all out. <laughs> so, so when, yeah, when I applied, I really thought, okay, I'm going to do oncology. I can really help people. And then when I started um, in nursing school, Kyle and I had just started dating. And we Hashtag had, spoilers. Right. We had been dating a few months and then Kyle's dad got, got diagnosed with cancer. And it was kind of that moment that I thought, you know what? I need to step back. I can't do oncology because now at this point in my life, you know, 10 years removed from nursing school almost, um, I had lost my dad to cancer. I'd lost Kyle's dad to cancer. And I thought, you know, I can still be a really good nurse and I can still really help people. But oncology is not going to be where I need to be right now, because I don't think I could have been 
a great nurse because every day I would have been thinking about my own tragedy and my own sadness. And I thought, you know, nursing is about helping others, not, not dealing with your personal emotions. And so I still took those, those majorly impactful moments in my life to become a nurse and to realize that I've got this compassion and this love for people that I can share. But oncology wasn't it. Now I did my internship in oncology and I absolutely loved it. And then I just, you know, my first job outside of Auburn, it wasn't oncology. There wasn't a job. And I think that was really a blessing. Yeah. What's funny about this is as I've known Jessica throughout the years, she's always said definitive statements like, I'm not going to do this. I'm never going to do this. And I remember to the day where we were when she made this bold statement because I said to her, I was like, you should be emergency nurse because you're just like, go, 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 making quick decisions. And she said, I will never do that. What is she doing? Famous last words. I mean, really, what, three, four years later, you are ba- you are not only in the emergency department. No, two years after that. But but in that amount of time, even you're running or uh, helping yeah. assist the management of the emergency room where you work now. And, and so it was just... It's just crazy to watch how definitive you are. I know. But at the same time, you're willing to be flexible. You'll let an epiphany take you to Auburn. You'll let an epiphany taking you to the emergency room. Yeah. Well, and it's funny how like my biggest moments, like what drew me to the emergency department Mm -hmm. was one of my friends. And again, so like all of my life, it's been my friends because I'm not, like I said, I'm not very brave. I get comfortable and I'm happy being comfortable, but people kind of guide me and they're like, Jessica, you would really love the emergency department. And so- One day, kind of on a whim, I applied, and then I loved it, and then we moved to Atlanta, and I was like, I don't want to do anything other than the ER, so I only applied to emergency room jobs, Mm -hmm. and then got a job in the ER, and I was like, well, this works, and then my... My preceptor, when I came to Atlanta, was an Auburn grad, too. So I knew it was meant to be. There's another sign that you just continue to follow until the very end of time. So who knows what sign is going to come for you next? The Auburn light. That orange beam just carrying the way. That's one way to put it. (laughs) Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, E2Cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Let's talk a little bit more about this experience at Auburn. We yeah. we dove a lot into uh, your education, some personal things that got you to that point, but some of those like later year things like 
you know, sports memories and things like that. And, you know, it can go beyond your college experience now. But like, what's some things that you remember uh, from just your time at Auburn that are really important to you? So for me, my senior year was my brother's freshman year at Auburn, which was really cool. And he is 100% the opposite of me. He is so outgoing and so brave and loves to forge his own path. But while he was there, you know, so we didn't see each other all the time, but I saw him at least once a week, which was really fun. So my last year at Auburn, his first year at Auburn was the year of the national championship, which was, of course, the best year. Of course. Um, so it was just really fun that, you know, we're watching that game that day in January and, you know, they win and we all run out to Tumor's Corner and I didn't even call my brother because I knew he was with his friends and we just randomly run into him at Tumor's Corner. And it was like, okay, this is a family within a family. And that was that moment when I was like, yep, this is my place. I'm so happy I've been here. Um, you know, I, I think that final, that senior year football season, even if we hadn't won the national championship, obviously that was the best. And it was so much fun watching Cam Newton Despite what people think of him now, when he was at Auburn, he was so much fun. Um, you know, that was the year that uh, you and I went on a ton of away game trips. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I pulled that off with nursing school, but we did it. You know, we went to LSU. And Kentucky. Kentucky. And you I went, went to, to Georgia. Ge- still jealous of that. And then I went to the SEC championship Still game. jealous of that. <laughs> so I got to go to a lot of different schools and other than LSU because that was horrible. But every other school, like it was just so much fun to be together with all of our friends and just go to all these different schools and have fun. And then, of course, it's even better when you're the away team and you win. So and you get to come back happy. So those were a lot of my big memories. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of my memories, as Kyle was saying, like we're studying um, a lot, a ton. But I did make two of my best friends like throughout school and you know studying i mean one night i remember my friend sarah and i we stayed we stayed awake all night studying for this anatomy test i think it was anatomy two or three or something and we got butcher paper and we drew a whole human like a life-size oh gosh this story version of this person and we wrote all the muscles on the wall and studied it that way and it was you know looking back it was really fun it was stressful at the time but it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I had a little job on campus. Uh, my first job was recruiting and calling students. And I ended up actually calling Kyle's brother to recruit him for Auburn. And this was before Kyle and I were dating. Which you failed in that because he did not go to Auburn. Well, I got the answering machine, so I could only do what I could do. That's just true. It's not my fault that your family wasn't home. <laughs> but this was before Kyle and I were dating. They don't ever answer their phone anyway. That's Whoop, true. Shots fired. I looked at my list for the day as to who I had to call, and I was like, oh my gosh, somebody's got to trade with me. Somebody's got to trade with me. This is the guy I like's brother. I can't call him. And I was like, what are the odds that I would have to call him? So um, I did recruiting for a little bit for Auburn, and then I had another little on-campus job working for the IT department, which if anybody knows me, that's the ironic statement of the century because i can barely work an iphone yeah when she told me she was going to be working in that department i said do what you're going to be doing what now i answered emails (laughs) hey you paid your way through college which is very impressive you know so that's you know that the fact that you just had a job and that's not to say that everybody has to have a job some people are a little bit more fortunate where they don't have to do that during their time at at college but you know i'm always impressed by those that can because i did that as well yeah so the fact that you're in nursing school studying all the time literally i would not see jessica for weeks 
no, weeks. that's not true. A week, though. I, there but, was, yeah. A week would go by and I hadn't seen you. Yeah, nobody had seen me. And so I think that, so, but I'll tell you, that was really one of those life skills for me. So it really helped me time do time management. Yeah. Taught me how important it is for me personally to have a schedule and, you know, especially like when there's tests and things coming up, because this was important to me because this is going to be lives that I'm dealing with. I'm not just studying just for the heck of it. Like one day I'll be taking care of patients and, you know, it's people's lives that I'm messing with. It is a, a very serious thing that you do, but it's a very rewarding thing uh, that, that I know that you echo, but, you know, that I can see it in your in the way you talk about certain instances even now of that that family that really uh, is appreciative of what you did for their individual, whether it ended well or mm-hmm. ended poorly. The fact that you were there along the way is what I think is instilled in Auburn nurses. And I think that right. goes back to the Auburn family aspect of it. You know, we understand that this is bigger than us. This is bigger than, you know, our desires, our wants, our needs, and that you took that into your profession there and the Auburn family kind of aspect of that. If I may tie everything together. Oh, my gosh. Now, I'll tell you, there were some dark days, man. I remember one day at clinicals, I was so stressed and I messed up on giving this patient his medications and I hung the medication wrong. And my, you know, our professor was right there and the medicine spilled all over the floor and she was kind of exasperated. And she goes, Jessica, what did you do? And I just started crying in the patient room. (laughs) (laughs) And my professor was nice about it. She was just like, what the heck, man? What's going on here? Right. And I just started crying and I was like, I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me a minute. (laughs) Well, how how about this? Let's talk about, you know, we've talked about the national championship year for you, nursing school, you being crazy with your friends, dropping pills all over the floor and things like that. You know, there was something significant that happened in your life. Was there? Uh, there was this dashing debonair individual that came walking oh, in one day I and and you know he just found a way into that that cold introverted heart and just sucked it right out you know, you know i never expected cam newton to come into my life that way okay <laughs> so why no. don't you tell from your perspective our story uh for so i'll start with the funny yeah. part of our story okay so one night, I was hanging out with some friends. This was during the summertime at Auburn. So, you know, not a lot of people are there. And we decided we were going to go back to my place, have dinner, and just do a movie night. And it was all girls. And then here comes Kyle coming home from work or something. He was like, hey, guys, what are y'all doing? We're like, we're going to have a girls' night. And he was like, can I come? It's like, oh, my gosh. I didn't know Kyle. I'd seen him, like, a couple times. We'd, you know, we'd seen each other, like, at Circle the BCM. Yeah. yeah, but we weren't close at all. Right. I didn't even know his number. I didn't know his last name. I just knew he was Kyle. So here comes Kyle to my apartment. He wasn't apartment. bad to look at either. But you had a girlfriend for the most of the time that I knew you. That's true. So I wasn't looking. So here comes Kyle to my apartment for girls' night. <laughs> so it was fine. It was fun. But can I tell the funny part of the story? It's- is it is it gonna make me? Well, I guess wish you can you cut this out if I if you. Uh, go ahead. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so Kyle's sitting there on my couch, and I think I can't remember if there's if I'm sitting right beside him or somebody was between us. But Kyle was breathing so loud, <laughs> and I remember calling my friend the next day, and she was like, "How was girls' night?" And I was telling her, I was like, "Yeah," and this guy Kyle came, and she was like, "Oh, is there a love connection?" And I was like, "Absolutely not. That man breathes loud. I could never date him." And then like a couple months later, Kyle asked me out, and you know, here we are married and stuff and stuff, you know, <laughs> along the way, just, just a few years of, yeah. of this and that. I mean, you kind of brushed over a bunch of that. Of okay. That stuff so there. How, how did we, uh, you know, we dated for what, a year and a half before I proposed. 
Um, and yeah. your perspective of, of, of how that went down would be interesting to hear. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Wow, it made such an impact <laughs> on her. I'm just trying to think what you would think would be interesting of that. Well, I mean, we had we, a I lot mean, of fun, like dating. We. Well, I'm you, talking about the engagement story. Oh, well, you had to be specific. Well, I mean, if yeah, if you got, you know, I remember that, you know, we had a terrible time at LSU. Uh, that game. Yeah, that was you, horrible. Or you got punched in the stomach. By and, an LSU fan, not by Kyle. Yeah, yes. Thank, <laughs> thank you for the clarification. Thank you. Thank you for that. Kyle has never once hit me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being very specific in the times that we're living in right now. Um, how about this? Just the... You know, I obviously have my perspective of the engagement story because it yeah. involves Auburn, but okay. I want to hear your story and then I will correct it. Oh, wow. So I was leaving for my internship mid-February um, of our senior year. So I was doing my internship back home and um, I was doing my internship in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, and I think you proposed like two days before I left or the day before I left. Like it was really soon before I was leaving. And Kyle told me that we were going to... Um, to like see the trophy room. I don't know what that place is called. Because it was right after the national championship. Yeah. And then we were going to go do a tour of um, Jordan-Hare Stadium. And I was super excited. And I told my roommate at the time, I was like, I think Kyle's going to propose today. And so she was listening. She already knew he was proposing, but she wouldn't tell me. I was like, I think he's going to propose on the 50-yard line of Jordan-Hare. So I knew we were going to the trophies first, and then we were going to the stadium. So we're in this trophy place, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, I really thought he was going to propose this day, but I really thought it was at the stadium. So we're walking around the room and I'm looking at, you know, Pat Dye and all these people, like their little thing. And a certain other player that you're obsessed with. Well, Cam Newton. So I was looking at all of like his jersey and all his, his accolades and everything. And I was like, hey, Jessica, look over here at the trophy, the crystal the, ball looking thing. You know, the most important trophy we've gotten in the last modern time. Right. And I was like, no, no, I've already seen that. Let me look at this Cam Newton stuff. And he's like, Jessica, look over here. And I'm like, no, I'm looking at Cam Newton. And finally he gets my attention and I turn around and he's like down on one knee. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's the least impressive engagement story when you tell it. Oh, I'm no, sorry. I'm just not good at telling stories. No, no. You, you tell. I, it's good to hear it from your perspective. I mean, the only thing that I would add into that is that you l made me do my speech twice. Yeah, because I didn't listen the first time. Yeah, because you were in shock. Yeah, because uh, I thought you were proposing at, you know, the stadium. And, you know, the only other part that I love to always mention is that she thought it was going to happen the night before, which was Valentine's Day. And I completely, on purpose, tricked her. I don't remember thinking you were going to propose you, The day. look on your face when I left your apartment after dinner that night and just walked out, just, goodbye. Like, it was priceless to this day. <laughs> like, like when I'm having a bad moment, I just think <laughs> back to your face. And Wow, the face of disappointment. Thanks, Kyle. Look, you and I love each other so much. We're not going to deny that. But we Do love we? we love to mess with each other. Yes. And that was one of my proudest moments, to be honest with you. <laughs> More than any jumping out of the corner and scaring you in our house, that was wow. one of it. So, but yeah, that's we, we got engaged and, uh, you know, we got married. We had us a little bit of an auburn Well, we way. did some, no, not an Auburn wedding. We just did a few little things like Kyle's Groom's Cake was obviously Yeah, auburn. you made me get married during a game. I did, because it was my birthday and your dad's birthday, and that was I mean, symbolic. you got to throw that in there, I guess. And it was September 10th, 2011, which is 9, 10, 11, which is dang cool. You can't deny that. And legend says it to this day that it was the Auburn versus Mississippi State game in 2011 where they made the goal line stand against Dak Prescott. Uh, to win the game right when we said I do. That's what they say to this day. Who says that? Somebody in our receiving line said that. 
Well, I surprised you. Remember with the inside of your cake being orange and blue? That I didn't know a, that, that was, was going to happen. Surprise! That was very, very nice of you to do that. That was cool. Um, and then when we left, you know, instead of like bird seed or firecrackers or whatever people do these days, <laughs> you know, we did shakers. Uh, you know, just uh, the typical Auburn thing, shakers yeah. and all that. We made our Alabama people chant uh, the Auburn fight song yep. and everything like that. That was that was pretty satisfying to see my Alabama mom singing that. And, yeah, you that's know. true. I forget your mom is an Alabama fan. She's so quiet about it. Yeah, but she, you know, I've always said, Mom, I'm, I when you're listening to this, I love you so much, but you're the worst kind of Alabama fan Ooh. because you won't fight back. That's the that's the worst thing in the world. Is like I, I thought just, this was my Auburn story. I'm Let's sorry. Get back. Let's okay, get back. I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, during the time after our wedding, you know, obviously we could go on and on about our first nine years of marriage, but like in your, in your Auburn story, what stuck out to you since then in terms of like, is it games in your profession or things that you, you've learned along the way in your Auburn so, story? So one of my favorite memories is when I moved to Atlanta and took the job in the ER, like I said, the person that trained me for, um, for my job was an Auburn grad. So one night, it was like 7.30, we were leaving work, and it was the Auburn-Georgia game. Um, so Auburn-Georgia game, and we were leaving work, and it was right at the end when, what year was this, Kyle? You're going to have to help me. Remember when they tipped it off and caught it? Uh, 2013. Thank you. I don't remember Prayer years and Prayer and Jordan-Hare, come on. Yes. So we watched Prayer and Jordan-Hare in the trauma room of the ER. So here we are watching this game and we start screaming because we watch it. I mean, we start screaming so loud. We were so happy. There's like 10 people in the room. Um, They called security on us. (laughs) So here comes security. And we were just watching an Auburn football game. Yeah, I'm not surprised with you in that one. So there was that. Um, That was a lot of fun. That's really like my biggest Auburn moment at work. You were at the kick six. How about that? Yeah, but. I said at work. Oh, at work. I'm sorry. Yeah, and you broke my purse. Uh, I didn't break your purse. Yes, did you it? did. When we won the kick six. How did I break your purse? And you jumped purse? down. Remember when you were jumping down to go into the bushes and get on the stadium? You grabbed my purse and you broke it. No, we because I, was, I left you, remember? I know. I and you broke my purse I, as you were leaving me. I did I specifically no. remember this. <laughs> this is therapy session yes, now. No. No. You I, did. You grabbed my shoulder like to say bye. No, because I couldn't find you. That was... A th- I, so I always told... Jessica, I never got to rush the field before. If I ever get the opportunity, I'm going to try to take her with me. But for for whatever reason, I can't like get a hold of her. I'm going just because I need that experience to happen like as fast as it possibly can. And we got dogpiled when Chris Davis rounded the 50 yard line, and we realized we had won the game. That was so, the most insane game. It was incredible. And I and Jessica's somewhere in this dogpile. I could not find her, and I looked for about 10 seconds, and I finally just said. Screw it, I'm going. And then I ran. And then luckily That's what every wife wants to hear. But you were with friends, so yeah, I wasn't I was. worried about you. It's like not like I abandoned my wife. Like, oh, you know what else? What other game we forgot to talk about? What? The giant rainstorm oh, with the West, West Virginia, Virginia game. game. That was a fun one. That was fun. I can't even remember if we were dating then or not. No, we weren't. I, I remember for specific reasons we weren't dating. Okay. Well <laughs> no, but we were like we were, you know, interested in each other at that point, I remember. I don't think so. But anyway, that was wow, a fun okay. game. Apparently not. I'm just thinking of like all the Auburn fun football memories that we had. Yeah, because Kick Six was really good. We went to that LSU game. Remember, we got tickets way up high in the yeah. upper deck. Yeah, it was not the fun one. No, well, but it was fun because remember we won at the last second. Oh, that one. I was like, are we talking about the same LSU game? No, 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 no. That no. was a fun the one. The one at home. That was fun. So we've been to a lot of games where we've won in the last few seconds, which yeah. is super exciting. Yeah. It's we've had some good times and yeah. looking forward to many more 
in our marriage as Auburn couple of the year. <laughs> all right i do have our rapid fire questions i want to get to okay, in just I'm a ready. second no 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 not oh. yet i just kind of want to know like you know we've bounced around a lot about it, but like try to tell me what auburn means to you like the auburn family just it's hard it's a very nebulous idea but like just if you had to try to express that to someone why is it so important to you like tell us about that hmm that's that's a hard question. It's the reason I ask it. <laughs> so I think for me personally, it's going to be different than what anybody else would say. But the Auburn family answer to me is going to be knowing I can hire a nurse who went to Auburn and know that she'll be well prepared and she'll be a good nurse. And so for me, we have that bond and I've got that same like, hey, did you have professor so-and-so? And we've got something to talk about. And, you know, did you go to this football game? And or did you go to tumors? You know, like, what's your favorite type of lemonade? Because I'm a strawberry lemonade person. I don't like the regular. Strawberry all the way. Yeah. And most people are regular and something's wrong with them. But. <laughs> I mean, it's still good. But strawberry lemon, strawberry chunks in your lemonade. But also, hold on. Did you know that they're making. Frozen. Um, yeah. Frozen le- tumors lemonade. Yeah. That's going to be like. Oh, my God. Well, we'll, we'll make a trip. Right? We'll quit. Stop right when we're done. We'll go. Okay. Okay. So I think for me, that's what the Auburn family is. It's knowing that there's people out there that I can trust because the world is really big and you can't always trust people and you can't always, you don't always know that they're, that they're looking out for each other. But if I see somebody that went to Auburn, I'm like, Hey, you're good people. That's a great way to look at it because I I think the common bond we share, you know, when we look to the Auburn creed, we know that we try our best. We're not perfect to embody the creed in that way. And if you, you associate yourself with that, that at least tells me that you're trying to be a good person and yep. a good person in life, a good person in your career uh, and how you treat people, and how you believe all these things. That means that you believe in Auburn. So yep. let's talk about some not so rapid fire, rapid fire questions. Mm-hmm. The reason okay. I say not so rapid fire, because people usually want to explain themselves. Oh gosh, I'm not you an explainer. Okay. Well, that's what most people have said, and then they're like, oh, I need to justify this answer okay, or something. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so I've got 12 questions for Ooh, you. Lord, okay, I'm ready. To get to know your Auburn perspectives. Okay, this will be fun. All right, so your <clears throat> first question is orange or blue? Blue. Why? You were so because definitive with that. Blue is a calming color. Blue is the color of relaxation. But you're not calm. I know, but I want to be calm. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I couldn't agree with that one more, actually. <laughs> That's probably why I'm an orange person most of the time because... Yeah, you are so orange. Apparently, that's like a bad thing the way she said it. (laughs) Question number two, Aubie or War Eagle? Oh, well, this is easy because I'm terrified of birds. So, Aubie. (laughs) You, I remember going to the baseball game with you and you saw Mm. Aubie off in the distance and like you like made it clear to me that if I did not get a picture with you with Aubie that night, that I had failed as boyfriend. That's true. I literally met Aubie one time in my whole Auburn career, and that just breaks my heart, and it is so sad to me. So that one picture means a lot to me. So what's the? I mean, I look, I get the bird angle of it. You don't like birds, but what's so special about Aubie? I'm not look, Aubie. He, I, he I is love cool. you. I'm just saying. I just he, what's just the like, deal? He does dances. He changes clothes. He's cool. An eagle soars. It kills it also, things. Exactly. It kills things. Its talons will pluck your eyeballs out. It will peck your ears. You will die. Well, all right then. Question number three. You have to choose between the Auburn fight song or glory, glory to Auburn. Oh, Auburn fight song. All the way. It's original. It's not stolen from Georgia or Georgia stole from us. I know. I'm just saying. Well, don't get into a political debate. Anyway. How's <laughs> that political? I don't know. I like the Auburn fight song. But like, it's it's... 
we all stole it from the the battle hymn right. you know thing you know like that's our version of it but you know i just i think someone one day is going to choose that one over the fight song because yeah. there's something about that you I know i mean it's fun it's cool but fine. No. you do what you want but i love the fight song these are my well. questions you're right so these are your answers <laughs> Have you had to argue with any of your other guests? No, but you're my wife, so I automatically argue no matter what. Cool. Question number four, your favorite Auburn athletics program. Mm, that's mean. Wow. So I'm going to go with the underdog. I'm going to go track and field. Why? Because it's an underdog. So obviously I ran cross country and track and field in high school, got injured, was never good enough either to do it on a collegiate level. I was trash, but I enjoyed it. But you're a lot better than me. <laughs> well, that's not saying much. <sighs> um. But track and field is so exciting. There's a sport for everybody within the sport. So track and field, you know, you've got jumping and running and throwing and launching yourself over things. Like, there are just sports within the sport, and it doesn't get enough love. And it is just such an incredible sport. And it's what everybody loves to watch on the Olympics, but nobody loves to watch it in college. And that ticks me off. And everybody needs to support the track and field and cross-country people. I went to my first Auburn track and field meet because of you. And it's so much fun, isn't it? It is a lot of fun. It is, like, so exciting, and, I mean, you know, I love football. I love football. But, you know, football's, like, really great, and then there's, like, a lull, and then the other team has the ball. No. Track and field, you've always got people out there, you know, over here they're doing the long jump, and over here they're high jumping, and then there's people launching themselves over the pole vault, and then you got hurdles, and, like, there are a hundred different things to watch. It is so exciting. (laughs) You're not excited about that whatsoever. So, track and field, that's my answer. Number five, your favorite Auburn athlete. Mm-hmm. Don't hate me. Why would I hate you? <laughs> I'm going to pick Cam Newton. I, look, you were wanting him to show up at your proposal, not me. Let's just go ahead and say it. It's not I, a- I would not have been mad. I still would have said yes to you. Oh, do you remember? We forgot to say at the proposal, Trooper Taylor was there. Was he? No, that was a different night. Never mind. <laughs> you really remember wow, our engagement wrong. story so well. I know. I have such a good memory. You and I did meet Trooper Taylor, but, we it, was, did, it, was but a, it was at the reverse tiger, tiger walk. walk. It was, yeah. But I still have a picture with him, and that was super exciting. Apparently more exciting than your engagement night. But I'm, ma- I'm still married to you. I'm not married to Trooper Taylor. <laughs> well, you know, some days it just, you know, it hurts my heart a little bit. Uh, question number six, your favorite Auburn coach? Hmm. Current, past, future? You know, honestly... Possible? Since I wasn't an Auburn fan, I'm not huge into sports. I'm going to say it. I'm going to go with Gene Chizik. He got us the championship, regardless of what people think of him now. Like, Well, I think people was... think he's a great person. I yeah. just don't think they thought he was a great coach in the end of it. Well, and you know what? That's fair. That's Everybody's entitled to their opinion. They're but wrong. he was No, I'm not even saying they're wrong. <laughs> oh, I thought because you were about I to. think, well, ooh, you know what? I'm changing my answer. I, I was I'm about going to with say... Rhett Lashley. Okay. Explain so, why, and then I'm going gonna, I'm okay, gonna to so, try one more to see if you disagree with that should be yours. So I don't actually know how good Rhett is as a coach. Great coach, actually. I thought so, too, but I don't know a lot about football. But I really like him in his personal life, and I really like his wife on Instagram, and their <laughs> kids are dang cute. So Rhett Lashley with a close trooper tailor is second. What about Tommy Tuberville? Oh, dang it! <laughs> see? But I you, don't know, man. There's a lot of people that I like out there. I like them all. All right, you got to pick one out of the because you really bounced around. You had to yeah, pick one of those. Uh, Trooper Taylor. Okay, I, I like that. We, you were a big Trooper Taylor fan. I, I was. Too. I thought he was so fun. He was so peppy. Very approachable. Oh yeah, super duper nice. 
Well, that's a great pick because we haven't had someone pick that one yet. That's a good job, Jessica. <laughs> Congratulating yourself. Question number seven, I believe. Wait, I thought we were on six. Did I? No, no, we're on seven now. What was you, five? You, five? Five was your... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Hey, let, why don't you let the host handle this over here? <gasps> Sometimes let, I don't think you do a good job. No, I'm teasing. Wow. <laughs> Question number seven. Your okay. favorite non-athletics person, celebrity... Someone who is you associate with Auburn that is not like an athlete or a coach. Who is that favorite person? There is a correct answer here. There is. No, seriously. So, like, like if you had to pick somebody, this is my Auburn person outside of sports. This is such a lame answer. And I know it's lame. And I know I'm such a dweeb. But I'm going to go with one of my professors from nursing school. Why is that? That's, that's actually a great answer. Okay, so... Um, Dr. Parker, I don't even know that she's still there. She was there a few years ago, but she may be retired now. She was such a big mentor to me. She is like the nursing leader that I strive to be. She actually taught my nursing leadership class, um, at Auburn. She just, she was so approachable. I ended up dog sitting for her a few times. She really helped me with some kind of ethical debates that I had within school. She just was just a really nice person, Auburn or not, but she was like big into Auburn football, obviously went to all the games, you know, had season tickets. But yeah, Dr. Parker. That's a great answer. I think a lot of times people like feel bad if they don't give like some athletics or something well, related. Well, related to athletics. Like, I know this super fan and they're like, I want to be like them. But like, it's the people that made this biggest impact in your life. I had yep. hoped that was going to be me, but apparently not. No, it's not that it's not you. It's that you are the obvious answer, and I need to give something a little different. I am very happy to hear that you have someone else that influenced your life in that Auburn way. Let me use the millennial term of, she was my mentor. I didn't think that was a millennial term. Oh, that is such a millennial term. Apparently, there goes the rest of our millennial audience out there. Uh, question number eight, your favorite Auburn building. Ooh, I'm going to go with the BCM. Even though it doesn't exist anymore. Even though it doesn't ex So I really want to say Miller Hall, but that would be a lie because I hated that building because that's where nursing school is and that mm -hmm. place was really hard. But I did make a lot of my best friends there. But the BCM is where I met you. Oh, that's just a... You're trying to redeem yourself. I am. <laughs> so, yeah. And I made, like... I met my college roommate there. Like, my yeah, second roommate. We had some fun times. I, you know, my best friends. Like, everything that was fun about college was because of the BCM. I, I'd have to... I'd, I'd be hard pressed to find some other choices. I do have some whenever I eventually tell my story, but um, the BCM is, is, was a very special place and hopefully it'll be back at its old location if they ever do the construction over there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's coronavirus. Great, it's a great community. Even if you're not a Christian, it's exactly. it's a great group of people to come hang out. I mean, yep. this it is like the one place where, and, and I don't want to get into like religious debates or anything, but like an atheist regularly came and hung out with us because he didn't feel judged. He didn't, but because we, he just liked hanging out with us. Like that was like, the the coolest statement of you know faith i guess yeah. for uh that community of people there question number nine this is a tough one for you i bet favorite auburn place to eat pita pit i meant that at all sarcastic <laughs> you I and your pita pit love pita pit and nobody loves pita pit like i love pita pit so i'd only eat it like once a month once every two months but but then do you really love Pita Pit? I do because I only want to go if I can go with somebody. Is like, it even there anymore? I can't remember. I doubt it. But it was the bomb. It was like this dirty little hole in the wall place. I mean, Mama G's is a is. close second, but Pita uh, Pit is the underdog of the century. That place? Ooh, take all my money. Question number 10. Okay. Your favorite Auburn tradition that can be sports or non-sports, but a tradition that means the most to you at Auburn. This is going to shock you. In a real way or a fake I don't way? I know. <laughs> the eagle. 
So the flight of the eagle. The flight of the eagle is my favorite because it is so, so like I said, I hate birds, terrified of birds, think they're the spawn of Satan, but I do believe that they're majestic and beautiful. So even though they are the spawn of Satan. There's so many things I want to say about that statement. I know, just leave it. But it is so unique. It's kind of like that. What's that school? It's probably somewhere out in Texas that they got some like bull or something that runs on the thing. Texas. Okay. Yeah. Something. Probably have a longhorn. Yeah. They run on Okay, that thing. Yeah. So, like, I just think it's really unique that Auburn has the flight of the eagle, and I love it, even though it tried to kill me one game, but we're not going to get into that. It did not come for you. It did! <laughs> it smelled my fear! Well, then don't have any fear of it. Okay. Question number 11. Let's yeah. get a little bit deeper and a little bit more personal. Your favorite Auburn memory? Well, obviously I'm going to go with the proposal. If you have another one okay. other than that, that can be your favorite one as well. This is your story, not one. mine. I honestly don't think, like, that would be my favorite, probably, Auburn memory. I thought that was really cool that we got engaged at Auburn because that was where we met. Um, you know, our families came. You surprised yeah. me with that. And we got married the year of the national championship, which was really cool. And I know it was more important to you than me, but that was cool. My answer might be a little different, but we'll save that for another day. It involves you, though, no matter what. Oh, great. <laughs> All right. This is your last question. Good. Maybe I'm it's scared. easy. Maybe it'll be hard. We'll know. Def- describe Auburn for me in one word. Well, I feel like people are going to go with the mushy-gushy family. But there's nothing wrong with that if that's what it means. No. Um, mm, you should give me time to prep on this one. No, I want... Describe Auburn in one word. Uh, I want your off-the-cuff answer. Which is, it's not really off-the-cuff at this point, but... <laughs> I'm going to go with... Dang. This is hard, Kyle. I think it speaks to the testament that it's hard to describe. You can't what describe it in one word. I guess I'm just going to go with the cheesy love. I can deal with that. So, and it, it, I say that because like, I know that Auburn is a family and that we love each other as Auburn people. Whether, you know, whether you're an Auburn grad or just an Auburn fan, you know, whatever. We love each other as a people group. Um, but I love going there to the place. I love watching the sports. Mm-hmm. I love... I love, and I have pride knowing that my degree is from Auburn, knowing that, you know, my favorite things in life came because of Auburn, you know, you and my career and my passion. And she rounded it all, hitting the home run at the end, wrap it all up right there. I think love's a great way to describe it, whether it's because of the love you have for the school or the love that you experienced there. Right. Or the love that I have because I went to the school, because I met you. Exactly. So I'm great. I think it's a great way to wrap up your story. It was one of, and it is one still to this day, and we'll continue to grow. Those roots will take shape and keep spreading out there, if I may tie everything together in an (laughs) Auburn Roots fashion. Um, But you have an amazing story of being someone that cares so much uh, for people that you would sacrifice your time, your sanity as a nurse. You went through nursing school. uh, You sacrificed your um, probably sanity by marrying me. Oh, yeah. But uh, you are a special member of the Auburn family, and obviously a special person to me. So thank you oh, so much thank you. for telling your Auburn news. I'm glad I could be number 10 on your show. <laughs> and she rounded it off in perfect Jessica fashion. In real life, 10 is probably a good number. That's the day that I was born was the 10th. Here I was trying to give you like a nice like special number so that people could always just say, oh, where's Jessica's episode number? Oh, episode 10. She's the first, you know... Of the tens, you know, she's that special. Oh, yeah, wow. And I have failed. So, anyway, before that okay. hole gets even deeper, 
Um, thank you all so much for listening to Jessica's story. We're going to have other opportunities out there for anyone to share their Auburn roots that they would like to. Jessica, thank you so much for being a member of the Auburn family and sharing your roots. Well, War Eagle to that. And War Eagle to you as well. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?